And something I said so much during the last two years, but I'll say it again, as we approach the end of the year, you know, we're getting near that beautiful Christmas season that people don't talk about anymore. <laughs> they don't use the word Christmas because it's not politically correct. You go to department stores and they'll say Happy New Year and they'll say other things and it'll be red. They'll have it painted, but they don't say, well, guess what? We're saying Merry Christmas again. I'm sorry, I'm allergic to bullshit. Presented by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the central university. A study on the wise real Like we always do about this time. Boom. All right, everybody. Welcome to episode 345 of the Art and Jacob Do America podcast. I'm your host in the place to be, looking as merry as can be with these beautiful man boobies. Uh, but sitting right across from me is the Brown Recluse, Mr. Art Trail. Art, say hello to the millions. And millions, guys. What the fuck is up? Guys, go to kmancoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory. They got the coffee beans. They got the hibiscus tea. They got the cow butter. They got everything your heart desires. Use promo code AMERICA at checkout to receive 15% off. Tell them Art Jacob sent you. That's it. That's all. That's, that's, fucking, that's fucking everything you'll ever need in your goddamn life. I was just, You know what's <laughs> funny? As I was talking, I was trying to think, is this the last episode of the year? But... Technically, there should be one more. Correct, yeah. Well, I don't know how we'll do that. That one lands on New Year's Eve, but uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll maybe do it on Saturday or something. Yeah, Saturday we'll, we'll Night Live. Saturday Night Live, baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but anyways, guys, uh, speaking of sponsors, I need everyone to head on over to SukerApparel.com, where the great and powerful Nicole Smith-Bosch has put together an illustrious array of merchandise for your consumption pleasure. And this is used as a spot where I say, hey, Christmas is coming, but literally Christmas is tomorrow as of this recording. We are recording on the morning of Christmas Eve. So um, unless you already bought your Sucre apparel, good luck getting those items to the people that you love, want, or desire uh, for Christmas. But hey, a bunch of other holidays are coming up. Um, I believe there's still the 12 days of Christmas that lands on the last day of the 12th days of Christmas lands on uh, January 6th, coincidentally. So, and on Insurrection Day, if you want to get those <laughs> you you love, want, and desire uh, from the, the conservative contingent, if you want to get them something for J6 Day, guys, I need everyone to head on over to SucrePearl.com. Fill up your cart with everything that you love, want, and desire for those, maybe for yourself, maybe for those that you love, want, or desire. Uh, but before you hit checkout, guys, I need everyone to enter promo code Art and Jacob. And Nicole will give you 10% off your entire purchase. And I don't think you said, um, did Caveman Coffee, did you shout out their promo code? Oh, I thought I did. Uh, it's promo code America at checkout. Yeah, and just in case we didn't, America, just 15%. Yeah. I was stu- reading the stupid thing over here, but uh, <laughs> trying to figure out, is this the last episode? No. We we'll, should have one more. Yeah, we'll do like the something or whatever, right? Yeah. But anyways, guys. The war on New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> People are Speaking trying- People are trying to get stuck in 2012. Right? Yeah, they're trying to stay in 1992 yeah. where they believe Terminator yeah. 2 is the best Terminator 2 yeah. Terminator movie of all time. You're, you're wrong, America. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking about being wrong, speaking about wars, speaking about America, Art, what are we here to talk about today? Apparently, this is the first time we've talked about this. Yes. Fuck, dude. You could have fooled me. Uh, this is the war on Christmas. I could have sworn we covered this. You know, personal note, the first time I ever really encountered the war on Christmas as like a real thing 
was probably back in around 2016, I want to say, maybe 2015, Okay. when Starbucks put out their red cups. <laughs> and I remember thinking, like, holy shit, like, people were really flipping out. And maybe it was social media making a bigger deal about it, like, uh, uh, about, like, people, you know, having the red cups. But um, I remember thinking, like, wow, people were fucking dumb. Like, that's <laughs> that's really, really ridiculous that people were, like flipping out of over starbucks cup a red cup yeah to me like like red that symbolizes christmas like red and green like those are christmas yeah. colors i think it was like, like a white cap a red cup and then like a green like sleeve sl- yeah sleeve holder thing and it was like not christmas enough it yeah. was like what the fuck why isn't baby jesus naked in a manger with yeah. a fucking donkey on one side you should have jesus crucified yeah. We should have Jesus being crucified with blood everywhere. Yeah. Fucking Passion of the Christ style. Mm, 100%. And like Mel Gibson kneeling at the cross, like begging for forgiveness. <laughs> you know, that was, that to me was like pretty ridiculous. Like maybe you could say, like, hey, it's a little bit lazy because I guess up until that point they were putting like snowflakes and shit yeah. on the cups and like little, like, Little, what are those little um, things for like people kids? Little mistletoe. Oh, uh, mistletoe. They would put like little mistletoes in the cups and things like that. All things that are like just of the season, not necessarily Christmas or Correct, whatever. Correct. Yeah. Like, still very strange that people were getting flip flipping the fuck out with just a plain red cup. And it was uh, to me, it was all um, manufactured controversy because it wasn't real, like you said. I mean, I'm not a Starbucks connoisseur, but, you know, yes, you know, Starbucks, I believe it was like starting in 1992. They had done that as tradition, you know, after Halloween time, boom, Christmas starts or the holiday season starts. What do you get when you go to Starbucks? I I don't even, I make my girl order for me because I don't, I drink coffee, but I don't know coffee like that. I don't know what the fuck the difference is between a Frappuccino, Mochaccino, a fucking latte. What does the drink look like when you get it in there? It's dark without any dark. flavoring and it's just regular ass coffee so like a black coffee yeah black coffee man yeah. like i say give me give me wesley snipes in coffee form please yeah. um but no i guess starbucks like every year um for a while they would have these cups that were just festive right it's frosty to snowman snowflakes or whatever right nothing ever explicitly fucking christmas on their cups but for some reason they say you know we're gonna go a little minimalistic here and we're just going to make them red and green and white or whatever, right? And people flip their fucking lid. Why? Because of conservative talk radio said they're trying. People like our boy Alex Jones saying, they're trying to get the the Christ out of Christmas, folks. Yeah, Alex Jones and Adam Jones, both of them trying <laughs> to team it up to uh, get the Christ out of Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. I mean, I knew that it was uh, a thing that was like getting mocked on The Daily Show for many, many years and the Colbert mm-hmm. Report. Like, I knew it was something that was getting mocked, but I never saw it, like... In real life. In real life happen until that year. And it was really, like, the perfect timing, really, because 2016 was, like, you know, the the calm before the storm, really. So, um, but anyways, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, so well, the War of Christmas, Art, when yeah. when when was the, the, the first bombs over yeah, Baghdad well, for this war? This was on the Bill O'Reilly tele... My computer's all frozen. Fucking oh, pissing okay. off. Fox News promoted the war on Christmas in 2005. The funny thing about- 2004. 2004, sorry. I wrote, what did I say, 2025? Yeah. Uh, So the funny thing about this is like, this is like my senior year of high school, and I don't remember any of this. Like, I don't remember people flipping out over this. I don't think you were like, watching Fox News ardently I, like that. I wasn't, either. but but then the other thing is like, I wasn't watching Fox News in 2016 either. But <laughs> but the fact that it was like making its way to me, and I don't know if this is just like shows you the growth of social media in like that time period, or like, you know, like a 12 year time gap or whatever, and how it went from like nobody owns smartphones to everybody owns smartphones and it's constantly being bombarded with like Mm -hmm. everyone's thoughts and opinions but that was must have been the big change really because 2004 i didn't i didn't own a phone i didn't own my first phone i think i bought it in like 20 i was gonna say 2020 i was gonna say uh 2000 (laughs) it must have been like 2005 2006 before i bought yeah that sounds about right it was just like a little like shitty thing where you could play snake on the phone yeah i had a kiosera um uh, fucking prepaid phone, fucking yeah. uh, Virgin Mobile. Yeah, the first time I think I ever got a phone that had internet on it 
like real like surfing the internet was probably like 2008 I want to say wow because I had like a fucking like flip phone or whatever you know and like I had like the sprint version of the Motorola Razor and then all of a sudden the like Razor yeah so like it was you know I don't consider those to be like internet like not true internet mm-hmm. but like one where you can have like the Facebook app like actual apps on your phone yeah, it was like the iPhone 2 or iPhone 3 or whatever in like wow. 2008. Yeah, that was the first time I ever had one of those. And even then it wasn't like, you know, it was just what like you today. and your friends. You know, it was just like you weren't adding like every like conservative group or whatever. You weren't adding like it was. It didn't feel like that big of an echo chamber. It slowly becomes that because all of a sudden everyone finds their niche on the Internet and, and you know, gets fed the same information over and over and over. Mm. But, you know, the Bill O'Reilly thing, I mean, it definitely planted the seed, but it, you know, it wasn't the boom goes to dynamite <laughs> that a lot of people make it out to be. But it's important to note. So, like, it it was uh, July, uh, December 7th, 2004, which was Pearl Harbor Day, which I didn't even know was a thing. It was also a time frame where George W. Bush had gotten reelected. Uh, we were in the midst of fighting terror. So it's in a world that's very much still in that whole they hate us for our freedoms kind of thing. And, you know, I was listening to different podcasts and just trying to remember this time frame, like why this was so important, why Bill O'Reilly was declaring that there was a war on Christmas or whatever, right? And it, it was that time frame where America was changed forever, right? September 11th happened. We were in constant fear of terror, that there's this invading force that came that has come to change our American ways of life or whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like you were saying, like it was a time frame too where, you know, the internet started to become more and more and more and more prevalent. You know, it was no longer like go to www.nba.com to see all the stats and scores, you know, kind of thing. No, it became like a place like where you can interact like on message boards. So you were learning about different cultures and, you know, people who normally don't have a voice started to having uh, started having voices because, you know, blog posts started popping up and becoming a thing and whatnot. So uh, what you have as a side effect of this. Right. And why it's important that Bill O'Reilly made this um segment on his show his massively popular show uh is that corporate america started to see like hey yeah this is the christmas holiday season but during this time frame there's all these set this huge segments of this population that we call america and the world for that matter right yeah it started becoming a world economy where you had not only did the holiday season encompass everything between thanksgiving and new year's but you started to have, you know, uh, holiday seasons that became more prevalent. Like, you know, Hanukkah was always in the background kind of thing. It was like a second tier holiday thing to Christmas. Like Hanukkah always felt like that joke holiday that's just also there yeah. in the background. But you're right. Things like Kwanzaa became more popular. I mean, I wrote down a whole fuckload of Let, fucking let's holidays. Let's make fun of each one. Uh, but, like, most of them are, like, you know, Roman Catholic holidays. I mean, really even good. even, like, the character um, of Santa Claus... That came from uh, St. Nicholas's Feast Day, which happens in December. Again, you have Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, St. Nicholas's Feast Day, St. Lucy's Feast Day, which is December 13th, the Epiphany, uh, St. Stephen's Day, the Immaculate Conception, Badi, or Rahatsu, which is a Buddhist holiday in December, uh, the Feast Day for Our Lady of Guadalupe, Yule, Boxing Day, Zarathosist, Orthodox Christmas, which doesn't even happen in the month of December, it happens, you know, in uh, January, from January 1st through the 7th. Uh, and then there's um, the Apostolic Christmas, which happens at the beginning of December, uh, the 12 Nights of Christmas, Lorhi, Bahi, Advent, St. Barbara's Day, Krampusnock, Los or Los Posadas, or Las Posadas, uh, Blue Christmas, which is actually um, a pagan holiday. Uh, which was adopted from the longest night, which is the day before the winter solstice. The winter solstice. You're Mexican ass. You don't even celebrate Christmas. You celebrate Christmas Eve. And then you have Katinika, uh, Deepan, and then Pancha Ganapi. And then the list kept going on and on and on. So basically yeah. you have this time period um, between November 15th through basically the middle of January where you have all these holidays from all these different religions 
and they're starting to get a voice. You know, we've both been to L.A. a gajillion times. There's huge segments of that population in L.A. that, you know, are, you know, Asian, um, you know, Middle Eastern. And they're not going to celebrate, you know, Christian Christmas. You know, they're going to celebrate their holidays. And so their holidays also encompass, you know, eating of food and giving of presents and all sorts of things. So as a corporation, don't you want to kind of encompass them to get their money as well? Mm-hmm. And so, like, this is what started to happen around this time period where you get companies like Walmart, uh, Home Depot, where we were working for at this time period, Target, instead of explicitly just saying Merry Christmas, saying something very neutral, such as Happy Holidays, which is a very Christmas thing to say still, but it still encompasses all these potential consumers. Yeah, you know, I... I remember I th- I don't know if it was at that stint of my Target days or of when I went back to work at the uh, one in the mall Target, mm-hmm. but I remember them bringing up like, "Oh, hey guys, we're gonna say Happy Holidays now." Like, don't, really, don't you remember say, that? Don't say Merry Christmas. And I remember them bringing that up and thinking like, "Eh, not really that big of a deal." Like, I I remember thinking like, "Whatever." Like, because that- I was gonna go into this like because I knew that was gonna come up because I saw that and I was like, "Dude, I had." As like just like you, I had two stints with Target, and I never remember being told that it was a pretty short stint, to be quite honest with you. When they, I think it was like one Christmas where they were like, "Hey guys, we're gonna say Happy Holidays," just so like nobody gets offended by like whatever holiday is. So like you don't have to say anything, but if they do, say, if you want to say something, just say Happy Holidays because you don't want to offend anyone type thing. And like, I remember thinking like, "All right, whatever," like no, no big deal, and like. Because it didn't feel like a big deal, to be quite honest with Correct. you. I was just like, okay, yeah, no big deal. You're right. You don't know if they're Jewish or what they are, you know? Yeah, true. So it's like, okay, yeah, I don't want to be like, Merry Christmas or you something. You fucking Jew. Yeah, no. <laughs> like what it, whatever it is. And like, I, I, to me, the fact that that was like, you know, that became like such a controversial thing where it's like, happy holidays. This is a Christian nation. And it's like, oh, my God. That was the first, like, thing. But uh, even at that time period, I didn't think it was, like, I was like, this is the Bill O'Reilly's. This is the Rush Limbaugh's of the radio. This is the those people that are, like, you know, it's a small niche audience that. Yeah, it's your grandma's grandma or your grandma's fucking pinochle crew. Like, yeah, it's yeah. going to be all pissed off about it. Because my only interaction with somebody that, that said that is, like, we were helping up at the front check out guests. And, um, you know, the lady was asking me, like, what are you going to do for Christmas? I told her. And she looked at me and she goes, Merry Christmas. And I hope you don't ever say Happy Holidays. And I was like, okay. Like, again, I was just like, that's such a weird hill to die on. But okay, yeah, Merry Christmas, you old fart. Like, yeah. Yeah. But to me, like, it was like that crowd or whatever, right? It's like old, annoying people. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, at that time, that's what Fox News, and to an extent, that's what Fox News' whole. Uh, audience was like it was older conservative white folks and whatnot right and like bill o'reilly was like the patron saint of that network because like he was he was tucker carlson before tucker carlson yeah tucker carlson was the you know that's the only reason why tucker carlson became big is because he took that time slot bill o'reilly had that prime time slot and basically whatever he said like that was the agenda of that network which was in a way, kind of cancerous because it became like this feedback loop. So he declared that there was a war on Christmas, and they said, st- and I'll get into how they came to this conclusion. But what they were doing is they were, it would became a segment all throughout, you know, 2004 holiday season or Christmas season, whatever the fuck you want to call it, the, the Hanukkah season, eight crazy nights mm-hmm. where every night Bill O'Reilly would pick a certain, uh, during his, you know, one hour show, would have a segment about the war on Christmas. And he would pick, uh, cherry pick certain events that would happen in buttfuck Wisconsin where a library uh, renamed its Christmas tree to a holiday tree. Or the city council in fucking um, uh, Timbuktu uh, decided to take out the nativity scene. Or, or something where it was just like, yeah, they're going to you know take away a little bit of the Christmas thing in a government stance. And make it more of a more generic kind of like, hey, yeah. we gotta we gotta represent a whole community, not just one part of the community kind of thing. And he would say like 
stupid things like, hey, they're trying to take the Christ out of Christmas. They're trying to turn us into the Soviet Union, which was a real thing when, you know, the Soviet Union became the Soviet Union is, is they made it an atheist nation, started taking out, you know, any mentions of any kind of religion, eliminating all religious holidays such as Christmas and whatnot. But what the second part of that (laughs) that the Bill O'Reilly's don't tell you is, is slowly but surely like, Christmas trees started to come back and they would just call it like a New Year's tree. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer would come back. Santa Claus would come back. So like, yeah, there would be a little battle of Christmas like in the the Soviet Union, but Christmas overall still won the war kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But that's what Fox News would say what was happening is that you know now the now that the terrorists are out there trying to destroy our american values they're are they're already trying to turn us into a communist nation and it only got exacerbated once obama took presidency and they were like yep see this is what he's doing he's trying to get the christ out of christmas even though every christmas video the obamas would put out they would end it with <laughs> fucking merry christmas yeah um one of the funny things about this is uh bloomberg did like change the name of the tree in like New York City, like, mm. and I believe Fox Studios has like their they're like right in front of the New York tree where the big you know the big Christmas tree is in New York. Yeah, yeah, and um, he for that year he called it the Holiday Tree, and like Bill O'Reilly, Bill O'Reilly flipped out about it, and it became a thing on his show where he would talk about like basically like fucking going to war with Michael Bloomberg about calling it a Holiday Tree. Um, but that was a that was a big deal for for conservatives, you know, because it was like if it happened in New York, it could happen in your town, <laughs> like it happened in Bakersfield, yeah, you know, like, um, but um, but yeah, I mean, it it was it was a pretty crazy time, and then you're right when when uh, Barack Obama took office, there was already whispers of him being a Muslim and not being a true Christian, and he's gonna make everything so much more liberal and and like. Like the Soviet Union. And yeah, shit. It yeah. Was, there were so many conspiracy theories, and really, this is also the rise of like Alex Jones with and his conspiracy theories of that he was the you know like Jade Helm, J- Jade Helm fifteen, and all this stuff, and he's going to turn the entire United States into like a martial law type situation. And this well, is also when you started to get like columnists and white supremacists like a Peter uh, Brimlow uh, kind of seep into this uh, conversation as well, and kind of you get like that white nationalist viewpoint in there as well where it's just like nope we need and you get like a lot of nazi ideas like nope we need to keep this a clean white nation oh yeah no i you know people's people's true colors started to come out during that time period it was it was you know that racist tinge all of a sudden like got turned up like Mm -hmm. i wouldn't i don't have any statistics to back this but i wouldn't be surprised if like the KKK all of a sudden became way more popular in the in certain <laughs> states, and like the recruiting for like neo Nazi groups became like more popular yeah. during his administration more than a, any other time. Uh, that I think that's honestly, fact. I think that's historical yeah, fact. Yeah. I, you know, I I don't have the numbers to, to to back it, but I would not be surprised by those by that being true. Um, which you know, to fast forward a little bit, the. Donald Trump running when he ran, he ran on like very Bill O'Reilly ish Tucker Carlson at this point, more like conservative views of I'm going to be the president that brings back us saying Merry Christmas. And he made it a point to like have Christmas and on his little like cardboard cutout in front of him and all this stuff. And like people ate that shit up, like leading into that. Cause from the point he announced his, his, his running for president to all that stuff all that year prior where he was just doing his campaigning. That is also the year 2016 where, um, where they did the red cups, the Starbucks, red the cups. Starbucks, red cups. And it was like all hell broke loose. Maybe I just felt it a lot more because I went from working at a very like target felt pretty liberal by all means. It was very you know, corporate liberal, yeah. corporate liberal, you know, it felt like, you know, everybody was relatively young and like, you know, I'm sure there were some like conservative people, you know, but I at that point I had moved over to working at Toyota and Toyota felt really conservative to me. Like it was like 
Like, everybody was, like, pro-Trump. Everybody was, like, locked and loaded, ready for, <laughs> you know, stand by, proud boy, stand by type situation, <laughs> you know? It really did feel like that. And so I remember thinking, like, holy shit, this is, like, a whole different world. Like, this is not the world I, I'm used to at at Target. So it really did open my eyes. Like, oh, there's people that really do feel this way. They really are, like, offended by the Red Cup offended by anyone that says happy holidays instead of merry christmas and there was videos to back them up on this too like one of the most viral videos of those of this time uh was uh by prager U. I guess it's like some um college or whatever by john prager uh where it's a it's a video called just say merry christmas or whatever right and so it's like this old <laughs> like seven year old dude saying that he was in an airplane and the stewardess said happy holidays to him. And he goes, no, it's Merry Christmas or whatever. Right. And, um, you know, he walks into uh, a department store and all these evil liberal, uh, you know, associates are saying happy holidays. And if you're, if you say Merry Christmas to them, the fucking AP is ready to tackle you to the ground kind of thing or whatever. Yeah. Basically painting a world, a ap- apocalyptic world where you're no longer able to say Merry Christmas or whatever. Right. Cause you know, Obama and the liberals have taken over and they're going to turn everything into fucking Rosh Hashanah or fucking, um, what's the, the, the Muslim holiday fucking, um, where they have to fast, uh, shit. Oh, um, I'm like blinking out. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, but basically, yeah, they, they're they going to take this away from being a Christian nation and make it into a fucking, you know, you know, uh, a Muslim nation or a fucking, you know, Jewish nation or whatever. Right. And it's like this whole like replacement. You start to see like that replacement theory come into effect. The thing that like Tucker Carlson pre- uh, preaches, like the Proud Boys preach and whatnot. And like the biggest thing too is just like, dude, like that's not what was going on, right? And this is, all comes out. Um, and I forgot to send you the podcast, but um, this was a very concentrated effort. By Ramadan. F- Ramadan. There you yeah. go. Right. Which I thought happened during the Christmas season, but I guess it happens it like in not. March. Yeah. But anyways, it actually um, happens when it's hot, dude. Yeah. But um, anyways, uh, it's a. Ma- this was all manufactured by Fox News in 2004 because. After the election of 2004, there wasn't really much to talk about. And so there was an executive uh, who used to work for Fox News who said, like, there was literally a meeting with Rupert Murdoch and all the top executives of, like, what can we do to boost ratings? Because we're about to enter the Christmas season. A lot of things slow down. And at this time, like, Fox News was, like, the juggernaut, right? After 9-11, everybody, didn't matter what fucking race, religion, or, you know, political stance that you had. You you stood with America. And mm-hmm. Fox News really, like, leaned into that and kept leaning into that, even, like, when we went into illegal wars with Iraq. If you didn't support the war in Iraq, you weren't American or whatever, right? And so how do we keep that momentum going on? Well, let's tell people during the holiday season that there is a war on Christmas. And let's bring in from all of our affiliates, from, you know, Timbuktu and Buttfuck, Iowa, whatnot, all these, like, holiday tree stories or whatever all these things that are causing local outrage let's create national outrage so people will hate watch our network now this is a real thing that really happened verified by somebody who was working with fox news at the time and then bill o'reilly i believe he used to work for a current affair he was also a pro at this because you got to understand before working at Fox news, he was a journalist for like those outraged TV shows mm-hmm. like the Jerry Springer's, the Maury Povich show and whatnot. Right. Like, so he was like kind of this faux news journalist already. And we were kind of in that, that pocket still where like Jerry Springer, like those like trash TV shows, like those were a big thing. And this was how to get grandma and grandpa on board with you know outrage culture basically Mm -hmm. and it's funny because one podcast i was listening to was like later on this would turn into like you know how they would call liberals all snowflakes because they were offended by everything like they were like the original snowflakes in a sense because they were offended by everybody else's uh longing to be considered equal (laughs) you know what that term snowflake has always been like pretty funny because it it started when we were doing this podcast already like yeah it kind of started when did we start this like 2017 yeah 
like around that year, like Trump was already in office. I think he started calling people snowflakes. Or no, like, Kellyanne Conway. Okay, like, did he just adopt it or something? Like it yeah, became yeah. the hot thing to call people. Yeah, and it's like anybody that was offended by anything. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, and it was really because Donald Trump was out here saying all this like outlandish shit, where he's like. Like fucking Mexican people were coming over here and fucking raping and all this shit and like poisoning the blood of America. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's over here saying all this stuff and like you're a snowflake if you don't agree with that. But yeah, you're right. That whole like red cups, all that stuff, like they were just like offended over like the most nothing things, you know, like mm-hmm. it became the MO of the Fox News, like how do we get people to watch this shit? How do we people to hate like it. And I think that that is a perfect thing that you said. Like, it is hate watching. Like, you're basically watching to see what the liberals are up to now. Yeah. Like, you know, how much can they fucking make us, like, destroy our culture or whatever? All this, like, garbage. And to me, and for, like, people like you, and even, like, a lot of our conservative friends, like, we all looked at that and laughed, right? Because I was like, that's ridiculous. There's no way that, like, there's a war on Christmas. Like, Christmas is not being canceled out or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, if anything, like, it only keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger every fucking year or whatever, right? Which is cool. I love the Christmas holiday season or whatever, right? And what's funny is, is they would run these segments or whatever, right? And hopefully I can find it, but I was watching it from another YouTube video where Bill O'Reilly went on this big old long rant, and I believe it was when... um John Gibson, who's also a Fox News host, he actually wrote a he actually wrote the book on the war on Christmas, and he was promoting his book on Bill O'Reilly, and they were going back and forth about how you know the Muslims and the blacks and the Jews and the liberals and all these motherfuckers are trying to ruin Christmas uh, by saying Happy Holidays, and this must be some Andy Kaufman shit or whatever. But they're like, we'll be back after these messages, and it says explicitly happy holidays from Fox news. Like that was like the transition card yeah. to like the tide commercial. And I was like, Holy shit. Like it doesn't get any more funnier than that. That is funny. I, I, I've never seen that. Actually, I don't really watch a lot of Fox news, so I wouldn't have seen it yeah, but, me either, but, but, uh, that is pretty funny. Yeah. But speaking of funny, the antithesis of this and the other side of this, uh, was John Stewart in the Daily Show? Yeah, and whatever Fox News or more specifically Bill O'Reilly was saying during this time frame, <laughs> John Stewart would uh, champion this as like you know the other side of the coin. Like I guess you could say the liberal side of the coin, and just say like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's no war on Christmas. Yeah, I, the funny thing is, I don't think that it's like the liberal side of it, but it is definitely like. The more common sense thing, like it, it, these people are definitely feeding you something. They're definitely, you know, their whole thing is like, like even now, like if you watch like a conservative like talking head, right? Yeah. It's always like they're trying to poison you, and you have to watch me to like to stay woke to like the liberal agenda type thing. That's been the that's been the calling card. Now it's not even real news. It's just like watch me to figure out like what what they're trying to poison you with next type mm-hmm. thing. And like that was that was the first like really big one that like besides like Alex Jones that was saying like way more outlandish shit, but this was the the first big one that was like, "Hey, they're trying to take Christmas away from you." Yeah, cuz they they're, hate us for our freedom, baby. Yeah, yeah, they're they're basically trying. I do remember having an end cap at Target that was a a Jewish end cap and I remember thinking like, "Oh man, this is going to st- Spark all kinds of controversy, which I never really heard anything about it. Like it was just like it just went on clearance like two weeks later because yeah. like nobody would buy it. But uh, but they had like a menorah and like all this like dreidels and shit. But yeah, uh, yeah, that was kind of a weird thing that Target. Went. I don't think they do that anymore. If they do, but like yeah, it's like on a back end cap now instead of the front end cap. But yeah. it's like it's here's the thing. Like it sucks because it's like. It's pretty much the same premise um, as Christmas, where it's like you get gifts for eight nights or whatever, I believe. Uh-huh. I don't know. We'll do a Hanukkah fucking episode somewhere down the line. The war on Hanukkah. Yeah, we'll do that episode next year or whatever, right? But like, it's actually like a really beautiful holiday. And like, I do feel like it does get marginalized. And I mean, it, in a corporate sense, it's like if it doesn't sell, it doesn't sell. Like, we're, you know, Target, first and foremost, you know, they might be literal side of the fucking retail coin but at the end of the day like if it doesn't sell they're not gonna fucking put it out or whatever right Mm -hmm. but there was more of a concentrated effort to like give light to that or whatever right and um you know uh, 
Bakersfield, California, not a huge Jewish community, but I'm sure like places like in LA, New York, um, Miami, places like that, there are huge Jewish communities. So yeah, they should have that option to go, that convenience of going to Target to, you know, to get their menorahs or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Without being attacked by fucking, you know, Gertrude and fucking, <laughs> and fucking the Golden Girls and shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. But um, anyways, um, to kind of move this along, it, John Stewart and The Daily Show, like, to me, like, they did an excellent job of, like, exposing, like, one, there is no current war on Christmas. Hey, but to put things into perspective, the only people that have ever tried to cancel Christmas in the history of Christmas has been conservatives. Uh, back in England during the English Civil War, Puritans actually banned Christmas um, with, in Parliament uh, because, you know, it became like this, uh, like the, the 12 nights of Christmas, basically, where it was like mm-hmm. 12 nights of debauchery, like where you are, like it became like the 4th of July, like where there was fireworks every night. People were, you know, drunk in the street. You know, they were raping women, doing all this thing. And they're like, you know what? We need this holiday is taken away from what we're intending it to be, which is a celebration of the birth of Jesus. So we're just going to get rid of it altogether because it's just it's turned into nothing but chaos kind of thing. And those were like conservative Puritans. Also in Boston in 1640 or 1659, 1647, that's when it happened in England. Boston also uh, canceled Christmas due to you know the conservative party there. And it doesn't get reversed until <laughs> the liberal Democrats mm-hmm. put it back in as a national holiday. So it's weird, like, and that's what I meant by like the the Daily Show. They were actually showing the actual truth of the matter, which is like, no. Obama and the liberals are not trying to fucking cancel Christmas. If anything, in history, it's been Christian conservatives who have canceled Christmas. Yeah, you know, it's funny because it's, I mean, besides, hmm, I'm trying to think of like a bigger holiday. Thanksgiving is probably the only thing that comes close to Christmas. Like where it's like, oh yeah, most places aren't going to be open that day type of thing, you know? Mm. But Christmas is definitely the bigger of the two. Like there's like, so much shopping, like every you know, it gets really crazy and hectic leading up to it. Um, so I mean, I can't imagine Christmas <coughs> ever going away. I can't no. imagine anything even competing with Christmas. If anything, like the the celebrating of like more holidays is just to increase sales by corporations. Hundred percent. And even like going back to last year or this last you know Halloween season. I started seeing all this like Dia de los Muertos things at Target and things like that. And it's like, like if they're, you know, I guess you can make the argument of like, they're trying to, they're trying to take away Halloween from us or whatever it is. <laughs> the war on Halloween. The war on Halloween because like Dia de los Muertos trying to compete with it or something. Yeah. And it's like one, I'm glad that they didn't like mix the two. Like they didn't try to make it sound like this is Mexican Halloween, which is, it's not uh, what it is. Yeah. So like I'm glad that they didn't do that and Target had like some class not to do that. But um but I mean people just need to one understand that like multiple holidays happen. You know, this is a melting pot. The funny thing is when I was a kid when we were both kids, like that was the thing that we were always preached on. Like the United States is a melting pot of cultures and all this shit. And I honestly like I don't know if like I was just like fucking drinking the Kool-Aid, but I honestly believe that. Like I honestly believe that that's what we all believe that we you know we're just a mixing pot of cultures, and we all like but come we're together. Really, yeah, we're really like, just a salad bowl. Yeah, and it's like, fuck, man. Like we, uh, like people really hate each other. People don't want to celebrate <laughs> Hanukkah. People don't want. It's not even like they're forcing to celebrate it, but at least acknowledge that there's other people that have other religious views than you. And that's the thing too, like that that unwillingness to accept that there are other people that live here in the United States that have a different belief system than you. And just because it's different from you doesn't mean that it takes away from your belief system. Um, What's her name? Megan Kelly. She had a whole segment where um, there was a lady who wrote an article saying, and it was a pretty like chill comedic article where she, um, she says when she grew up, she grew up with two different Santa Clauses, a white Santa Claus that she saw, you know, whenever she went out to target Walmart or Kmart or whatever. Right. And then when she came home, like a darker skinned black Santa Claus and she asked her dad, she goes, well, this is confusing. Like, who's the real Santa Claus? And her dad told her, you know, kind of like the 
give her a bullshit answer basically it was just like oh santa claus just adapts to whoever he's giving presents to so when he goes visits like asian kids he becomes asian if he comes visits you know black kids he turns into black santa or whatever right and so she goes that never sat well with me which is i can see why uh, but she was just like maybe you know to you know decrease um, confusion instead of having Santa being like the Coca-Cola version of Santa Claus, because the version of Santa Claus that we have envisioned today, that comes from the Coca-Cola company. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus before that, like that, it was something totally different. He was, he looked more like Sarper from 90 Day Fiance than he did, you know, fucking the holly jolly fucking pre-diabetic fat white man or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he was a Turkish man, so he was a dark-skinned man. But she said, instead of like having like those like conversations where we're probably going to be at her throat, Let's make instead of having Santa Claus be that guy, let's just make Santa Claus into a penguin. And that pissed Megan Kelly the fuck off. And she was like, No, stop doing this. Santa Claus is a white man, and so was Jesus. And it was just like, Oh my God. Megan Kelly, you're hot as fuck, but you're dumb as shit. Who's Megan Kelly? Uh Google her. Let me Google but she Megan. was a very popular Fox News host at the time. Yeah, I don't I don't know these people, but um, Let's go, Megan Kelly. Let's see. She's Would still, you? Be- she's still around, isn't she? I think she was on NBC for a while. Megan Kelly. Isn't she like liberal now? No, she's conservative. Megan Kelly. Yeah. Man, she's fifty-three. Born in nineteen fifty-three. No, she's nineteen. Megan Kelly calls out Kid Rock and Dana White for bending the knee to Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. so as you can see, she is still living that conservative lifestyle. But anyways, no, the, it goes to that mindset where like people have like this <laughs> false narrative that like Santa Claus is a white man and these liberals are trying to change him, which Santa Claus was never white. Yeah. And that, you know, Jesus, <laughs> who was born in fucking modern day Palestine, <laughs> was a white baby. And it's just like that ignorance, right? Yeah. Like they're they're getting outraged by their own ignorance. Yeah, I get you. I'm reading all these Megan Kelly articles. Megan Kelly extremely upset with Joe Rogan for consuming Bud Light. Oh man, she's really anti Bud Light. Yeah. You know what? When she was younger, I I agree with you. She's pretty hot, but some of these like pictures of her more recently do look like can I speak to your manager vibes? Like oh, she's 53. That yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But like you know, hold on, also, hold on. Also, like white people just don't age that well. Hold like, on, I I I disagree. Oh shit! How did I clock off of that? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Megan Kelly, forty-eight. Megan so this Kelly is, back in the spotlight. She even has that like haircut that, now. That's her at forty-eight. Yeah, but she doesn't have that like uh, haircut. Like this is Megan Kelly back in the spotlight, and she has that like uh, John and Kate plus eight haircut now. Oh, 100 percent. And it's like, I mean, I'm not saying like she's not hot, like, but I, I would actually say she's she's hot now, like too, to be honest with you. But oh yeah, but uh. Yeah, I don't know. Like, but that's a big reason. But she does have a weird fucking, like, can I speak to your manager haircut mm-hmm. vibe. And, it's, you know, oh, this is weird. This is, like, fucking, like, I don't know about that. Now I'm I'm tapping out. I'm I'm out of I'm out of the Megan Kelly hunt at that yeah, point. Yeah, she's fifty three years old, yeah, man. It's okay, yeah. man. Like yeah. she's exiting milfhood yeah, and yeah. entering. How Gilfood. old is Lisa Ann? Let's Google that. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay, how <laughs> old is? 51. 51. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, Lisa Ann's still very, like, mm-hmm. got it. I, hey, I'm not going to discriminate, uh, yeah. man. I'm, I'm, maybe it's a liberal side of me, yeah. but both can get it. Too, too liberal over here. I think they're both kind of <laughs> conservatives, but. Yeah, I think so too. But, anyways, going back to the whole <laughs> war on Christmas thing. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's always been one of those things that, like, just, I find hilarious that there was a war on Christmas. Isn't isn't Bill Ray, Riley dead? Did he die? No, he just got canceled for like being a sexual assaulter. Oh, okay. Because his his website is still up and running. You can still buy Christmas presents. It does say <laughs> I did say orders not promised for Christmas. Like they put a big billboard thing. But if you go to this website, they still you can buy Christmas presents. Uh, and then he does let you know that regular price items they're ninety nine cents, and members pay seventy nine cents. So you save twenty cents by becoming a member. Wow, you you pay less. The juice is worth the squeeze. Me, I guess. You know what? We should look into their into his. He's got a lot of books too, dude. Oh, dude, yeah. Bill O'Reilly membership gift cards. Oh, membership certificates. Team, team normal. What does that mean? Let's look at. 
this is you know I never I never thought about you know diving into the Bill O'Reilly website, <laughs> but uh, this is where we're at. This is where your algorithm gets all fucked up or whatever, yeah. right? Team Normal. Yeah. Should we buy some Team Normal cups and like drink them on the? Put them on like the, the, the yeah. Thing? Just be like, hey, we're Team Normal, dude. Yeah. Yeah, no transgender boys over None here. None of that liberal transgender black Muslim stuff. It's all straight white guys like us. <laughs> two white guys. <laughs> two regular ass white guys. Two regular ass white guys. Art just really likes to be out in the just, sun. Just fucking li- living the American dream. Fucking yeah. <laughs> eating jars of mayo. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, but anyways, I, I guess some of the controversies, I guess, that we can go down that... Uh, Fox News, and and again, I want to be specific or whatever. It's mostly Fox News that is who has had like these problems um, over the years. Uh, I guess Target forbids employees from saying Merry Christmas. I guess you can confirm that. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. come on and say that that's never happened, but I guess it happened one time in one huddle with Art or whatever. You know right? what? I wouldn't say. Well, at least while I was there, I wouldn't say that they like said don't do it, but they definitely encouraged you not to like. Okay go down that road. It wasn't like you were going to get a write-up for it. Yeah, you weren't going to get written up for it. But. Fucking, um, you got Cherie, like, hiding behind, like, G1, like, yeah. listening to say it. I heard you, I heard you say it. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you say it, you goddamn. You know, it's funny, do you remember when uh, Target had, like, bootleg DVDs in the break room? Yeah. Like, they had, like, burnt DVDs in there? I was yeah, like, sure do. how yeah. fucking ghetto can this fucking company be? Like, like, you guys literally sell these movies. Just go fucking... Get him out of the dollar bin at that point. Yeah, requisition the dollar movie yeah. or whatnot, right? Uh, but I guess in Rhode Island, uh, they had they no longer had a Christmas tree. It became a holiday tree. Uh, I guess in Australia, uh, Santa Claus was no longer allowed to say ho, ho, ho. He was supposed to say ha, ha, ha. So that way people didn't think he was saying something sexually suggestive. Um, I guess more recently, uh, in one of their new up-and-coming uh, journalists in 2023, uh, Target released a gay black nutcracker. <laughs> How did uh, they make him gay? Uh, I guess he had like the gay pride flag in the background, oh. and then like he was black. Yeah. So that that pissed off Jesse Waters and Fox News, as well as they had a disabled black Santa Claus uh, decoration. <laughs> so it's Santa Claus in a wheelchair, and he's black. So Megan Kelly was thoroughly pissed off with that. This is funny. Like I just I don't know why this popped up, but I made this Jar Jar Binks vote for Trump thing <laughs> while I was working <laughs> at Target. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks and just says, show, show the show the millions. Show the sh- <laughs> it'll be on the Instagram later. Yeah, it'll be a shirt next month. Uh, I guess, anyways, uh, Target was uh, canceled or uh, boycotted against by the Catholic League for no longer saying uh, Christmas or Merry Christmas in their marketing ads, only saying Happy Holidays. Uh, And then another watchdog group, uh, the American Family Association, they also boycotted Target and all of its employees for only saying Happy Holidays. Uh, The same organization, the AFA, uh, they also boycotted um, Best Buy and Home Depot, again, for putting Merry Xmas when they mentioned Christmas, and saying happy holidays, and they were even they took it a step further by supporting Hanukkah as well. Um, also, too, the Gap was boycotted in 2009, and then the 2015, the infamous Star Cup, Starbucks Cup uh, controversy. Yeah. So, um, a lot of when you go down the list of like war on Christmas controversies, a lot of bullshit things. And one thing that was mentioned on that podcast that I sent you. Mm. Um, they said, if you want to get outraged by something, America is a really large country. If you wanted to push an agenda, you can take five items from anywhere in this country and push that as there's a war on this, there's a war on that and whatnot, because there's little bullshit things like that happening all over the country. I 100% agree with you. I heard that thing. I heard that when, when I was listening to that podcast and I will say that that was the most like interesting part of the whole thing because i had never really thought about that but you could do that on either side of the aisle where it's like you can get people riled up over the most nonsensical thing because you know this one neighbor in this one thing whatever has a trump thing and it's you know whatever it is it's one a one-off thing where it's like trump riding a tractor mower and he's running over osama bin laden or something (laughs) you know like whatever it is they're just like people will flip out 
and and vice versa. Like if Starbucks has red cups, it's like, oh, this is the mm. end of the world right now, dude. We're we're on Death Con three. It's it's time to like, you know, it's it's it becomes very like uh, you know, the confirmation bias thing or whatever. But now you can funnel it to like whatever group you're a part of. You can like funnel it to like. Like, see, this is what I've been telling you. Like, this one article that I found over here, and I see people do that all the time, dude. Where mm-hmm. people people post things that are very like one offish. And I think it's yeah, you're 100 percent right, and you hit the nail on the head. And I know we we like to pick on the conservative side of the coin or whatever, right? And specifically Fox News, you know, mm-hmm. like this is very specifically an agenda <clears throat> to increase their viewership, to create outrage, to create like that hate watch, which in turn makes them money because their sponsors pay them more because they have more viewers or whatever, right? It's all a ploy to get your money kind of thing. The same thing like with the corporations who are pretending to be more inclusive or woke or whatever the term you want to throw on it is. It's just like, hey, we want to appeal to like the Jewish audience, the Sikh audience or whatever. So that way we can get all their money like when they get their presents or whatever, right? Or Mm -hmm. their decorations for Rosh Hashanah or whatever, right? And, you know, and it's all that. It's all a ploy to get your money kind of thing. But it works both ways. Like this whole like, Twitter outrage about like this person's canceled, that person's canceled. They put a woman as uh, the lead for this movie or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you know, the Terminator's a woman now. Yeah, or the Oscars <laughs> are you know too you know white or whatever. And it's like all these like controversies or whatever. Like it's fake. It's manufactured because you're lo- you're going into an echo chamber or these like mm-hmm. feedback uh, loops, and you're basically hate watching or hate posting, yeah. and like that's all it is. Like, and what reality is, it's like there's no war on Christmas. Like, you go to Shop Disney, who, according to Ron DeSantis, is, like, the most evil liberal empire. You go on their website right now at shopdisney.com, and, like, there is literally, like, thousands and thousands of Christian, or not Christian, Christmas um, decorations, Christmas merchandise things. And then you look on there, like, if there was such a war on Christmas, there's, like, four Hanukkah things on there and whatnot, right? So there's no war on Christmas. Yeah. If there is a war on Christmas, Christmas is very much winning with fucking Santa Claus in the driver's seat and Jesus Christ riding shotgun. They, they have Christmas is the bread and butter for for Disney, Disneyland, Disney World. Um, yeah, and then you're right. They only have like Yoda lighting the menorah, or whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it is very, very like small tributes to to other holidays. They even have like made up holidays like Life Day. Life Day is the Wookiee Christmas. Oh, just okay. a heads up. So cele- shout out to people who celebrate Life Day. Um but um but yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I I do think that like nothing says like Christmas is alive and well, like going to Disneyland and seeing like Yeah. They literally have a Christmas store that is run year round at Disneyland. You can oh, buy yeah. you can buy Christmas ornaments. Yeah. At Disneyland year round. Yeah, downtown or not downtown, uh, Main Street USA. Main yeah. Street USA. Yeah. Yeah, and even like take the most corporate, uh, <laughs> liberal corporate corporation, quote unquote, according to Fox News. Target. Um, everybody that I talked to at the gym, which is a very conservative-minded gym or whatever, right? You know, I asked them, I'm like, hey, where are you going? Like, what are you doing? Oh, I got to stop at Target or whatever, right? And I'm like, why? It's because they have better Christmas stuff than Walmart, and it's like. Walmart's supposed to be, you know, it's ran by the Waltons, you know, somebody that who helps support Fox News or whatever, right? And like that, it, nothing says that the war on Christmas is fake than that. Like where it's just like Target, the big bad guy that told their employees, you know, not to say Merry Christmas. They have better Christmas shit than fucking <laughs> their competitor, who's supposed to be all pro, um, you know, all things conservative, or whatever. And like. To me, like that's where it's just like, oh yeah, you can have the proof from the former executive telling you that this came up in a board meeting, or you can look into what's going on in the real world, which is like, dude, there is no war on Christmas. Even so much so that a drunk could run over six people at our Bakersfield parade, and that huh. motherfucking shit still goes on. We're still bringing them out. Dude. Yeah, we're still just use the blood as like fucking festive red or whatever you <laughs> that's know. candy stripes for yeah. your candy canes yeah. yeah yeah it's dipping sauce <laughs> yeah i don't know that was a really bad look uh that was really embarrassing but um but yes uh shout out to the big show christmas parade uh that was really embarrassing the show must go on yeah yeah um but yeah it's i think it's alive and well i mean it's the biggest holiday it's the one holiday where it's like I would say at least nine, unless you're like a doctor or a police officer or something like that, you're probably not working on Christmas. Like mm-hmm. it's very rare that you'll have 
something open on Christmas. And even people who are not Christians or even, you know, even the secular version of it or whatever, they don't celebrate like the Christian version or the Christian elements of it or whatever, right? I was watching a video with Sarah Silverman, a Jewish lady, fucking loves Christmas. All of your fate, literally, like, look up any How Christmas. How old is Sarah Silliman? She's pretty hot. Oh, yeah. She's got to be, like, 44, I want to say. Oh, that's that's generous, dude. Yeah. I don't, well, she looks maybe 34. But anyways, um, every look up any of your favorite Christmas songs, all written by Jewish composers. 53. Really? Yeah. Congratulations. She's, she's older than, than Megan Kelly. Damn. I would say just as hot. She, she still brings it. I, I would say hotter, but, there yeah. There you go. Um, anyways, all your favorite Christmas uh, songs written by you know Jewish composers. Um, they, I was watching another uh, YouTube video. It was a Muslim guy saying like, "Hey, I love seeing those Christmas lights. Like, I don't want to yeah. cancel Christmas. If anything, like, I love this. Like, I love this time of year." And he said it, something similar to what we said like on a Patreon a few years back, where it's just like, "There's just something magical in the air." Yeah, no, I'm not a Christian, and no, my family doesn't sit around giving them presents, or whatever. But like, there's just a good energy. Like wherever you go, once the holiday Christmas season starts, yeah, I think a lot of it is like, all right, so you don't have to celebrate like the fucking birth of Christ or whatever. Which like, that's not when he was born. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> you know, if if you're saying that, like, if people are saying like, hey, how come Target doesn't sell doesn't have a fucking nativity scene when you walk into Target? You know, like, okay, maybe you have a point. <laughs> you know, like. No one's going to fucking put that shit out there. You know, like no one's going to put a nativity scene at the Wienersnitzel or some shit like that because it's just inconvenient. Not only but, that, I think that's a little sacrilegious. I don't want my baby Jesus hanging out at fucking yeah. Wienerschnitzel. Yeah, it's like, all right, yeah, most places not going to do that shit, you know? Yeah. You're not fucking going to, you know, Walmart or something and being, having baby Jesus wearing like a blue vest or something. <laughs> You know, the blue light special. You know, <laughs> He's the scene. baby Jesus is rolling back prices now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't Come on down to KFC where you can get yourself a baby Jesus bucket of chicken for only nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. I mean it, it, it doesn't make sense to, to do that. But um uh but I mean yeah, I mean you there's a whole like Christmas section at Target, the you know, like where they have their seasonal department. Most places have things like that. Like they have their seasonal candy for Halloween, seasonal this, seasonal that, and it's just like, it's it's more alive and well than than ever before, dude. Like I I the this country is a fucking uh a consumer. It's a fucking like everything. It's a consumer culture here, mm-hmm. and like it's not going away anytime soon. No, and I don't think it'll ever will. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, but anyways, um. I've probably have like a million things to say about this, but I mean, in general, like Merry Christmas, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, guess you could say Merry Christmas, you Happy know. Holidays, you know, like whatever you fucking celebrate. Like, I don't give a fuck. Um, it, it's, I, I do feel like I, like I said, this is just a tool to help divide us, kind of thing. Oh yeah, and absolutely. like we definitely just need to like cross that off the fucking. Like, like we just need to put this in the history books where it belongs, where it's just, like, recognized for what it was. Again, during this time period, 2004, like, everybody that we hung out with or whatever, whether you were conservative, liberal, or whatever you were or whatever, apolitical, like, we all recognize what it was. It was bullshit, and that's where it is today. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but... I, I think it's fucking bullshit. But, anyways, man, you got anything <sighs> else? That, no, that's all I got. Um... Tell your mommy boo boo too. Shout out to Jackman. Shout out to Warren. Shout out. Shout Sarah out Megan Sullivan, Kelly. Yeah. Megan Kelly. Lisa, Lisa Ann. Yeah. With some other hot ass old ladies. I'm trying to think. That's 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 a pretty solid top three right you know there. You know who's a really hot old lady and she's like old as dirt? Fucking Jane Fonda. And she's like pushing 90, dude. Jane Fonda. What is look Jane? At, look at her up. You put Jane Fonda 2023. Jane. Now, I'm not saying she's like Lisa Ann or fucking. Sarah Silverman, but like for somebody like at that age that should have like fucking like those like oxygen things up her nose and yeah. shit. Like she also, I you know not to uh, you know blame the uh, Fibonacci sequence here, <laughs> but uh, there's some definitely parts of her face are oh, okay. not a hundred percent human. <laughs> there's definitely some like some Terminator Three bullshit there. Yeah, there's some weird like uh, let's just say there's a, been a knife to the face here a couple of times. 
Like this is this. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying she's. Oh my god! But at the same time, it's like that. But Lisa, I don't know. Ann, I don't hey, know what, but you can't say that about her and then say and then mention Lisa Ann in the same sentence. I guess. I mean, I guess it just. I don't know. There's something about like when like people get old, like really old, mm-hmm. and they still like who's the Kim sure. Kardashian mom? Oh, um, Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner. Yeah. I mean, like, just Curse like, with a K, yeah. Even, like, I would say, like, the whole Kardashian family. Yeah, like, it's I'll just, like, it's, like, all, like, fuck, dude. There's, like, so much plastic on this face. I, I, I'm of the opinion that Kim was hotter before she started getting plastic surgery. Yeah, I just, like, it fucking... Girl, creep, hold on to those creep, fucking Persian roots, creep, man. Creeps me out. I do think that, you know, shout out to, like, Megan Kelly and um, Sarah, Sarah Silverman, Silverman for, like, aging, like, fine wine. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it looks good. I, I think that, like... Like, oh, just something creepy about seeing, like, all that. I, I'm going to close this, minimize this <laughs> shit just because, like, I don't like seeing all this fucking, You ain't like, trying to fuck a robot or what? I ain't trying to fuck this, like, abomination. Like, <laughs> like this is some, like, I, I'm very anti, like, unless you were in a car accident, I think people should just let themselves, like, age, dude. Like, it's like, look at, you know, just people just age. Like, that's the beauty about dying. Like, like it's fine. It's fine to just age, dude. Like, it's cool. Just That, to me, like... Not to be all like, oh, inner beauty, blah, blah, blah. But like, like even like looking at like young Sarah Silverman versus like old Sarah Silverman now, it's not that she's just like, like still hot or whatever. It's like, yeah, she's hot, but she like looks good old. Like to me, like that is like, mm-hmm. there is something cool about looking good old. Like, yeah. and even like Megan Kelly, I think her haircut's kind of dumb, but she looks good old. Like to me, like that's, that's how you do it. Like, mm-hmm. you don't just fucking like chop every like fucking like, well, who is the lady? Um, uh, dude, uh, she just did that Cowboys halftime show on Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton, like bless her heart, but her fucking face, like goddamn, dude, she's had like samurai swords to her fucking face. It's like, it's like, it looks like a fucking animatronic <laughs> robot from like the Mister Important Moments with Mister Lincoln at <laughs> Downtown Disney. Like it's <laughs> speak on it, man. Speak yeah, it's a, it's hard to watch, dude. I heard so many people being like, "She's so like impressive," and it's like, "Yeah, motherfucker!" Like every fucking like stretching of the skin has been done in her face. It's like, I don't know. Like, yeah, she's still like, I don't know. On paper, that should be hot, but it's like it's also very like jarring, close to a muppet here. Yeah, but. <laughs> Anyways, guys, if you want to uh, tell us your jack-off fantasies to Dolly Parton, <laughs> yeah. maybe hit us up on all the social medias, or don't. I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't want to hear that conversation about your late-night activities to new Dolly Parton uh, pictures. Maybe you're making Kelly ones, but not those. But anyways, guys, hit us up on all the social medias at Art and Jacob Do America, except for X. We are at Art and Jacob Do A1. Uh, we're playing with the idea of maybe live streaming and whatnot, and you know maybe we'll get ourselves a rumble or a bumble or whatever those things are or whatnot. But I don't know the new year will will tell us whether we will do that or not. But anyways, hit us up on all the social medias. If you want to support this podcast, guys, head on over to Patreon.com/slash Art and Jacob Do America, where every single week we put together a bonus episode for your listening pleasure. So uh, head on over there. Uh, every single week we put a, together a bonus episode that is nine times better than the actual episode that you're hearing today for free. Uh, this week is no exception. Uh, we have a really good conversation about a, kind of a carryover conversation mm-hmm. from like two, three weeks ago and whatnot about uh, Terminator 2 versus Terminator <laughs> 1 and yeah. how our boy Ross keeps you know messaging us. Uh, he we'll made probably fun- get more messages about him. Yeah, he made fun of my boobs for some reason <laughs> because he was so passionate about it. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, going over there uh, to the Patreons. Those are always fun episodes, and um, they help support this podcast. And if you want to support us in any other way, guys, highly recommend heading on over to the website at rnjwdamerica.com. Follow the merch links where we currently have four designs up for your purchasing pleasure. And it's not so much to help us monetarily, as we probably see a couple cents from every purchase made over there. Uh, but it goes a long way in helping uh, promote the podcast. So uh, if you're going to see Dolly Parton live in concert or Megan Kelly or Bill O'Reilly or uh, fucking Tucker Carlson or Jesse Waters or any of these motherfuckers or having a book signing or whatever, right? Maybe wear an Art and and Jacob Do America (laughs) t-shirt. Somebody will listen to our podcast and hear our our side on the war on Christmas. Come fans, help our viewership grow. Helps us tremendously, guys. Uh, but if you want to hear other great podcasts, guys, I highly recommend hanging on over to podbilly.com. 
where we are official members of the Podbelly Network. So check out other great podcasts such as the World Famous Sofa King podcast, Hillbilly Horror Stories, and who I think like the lead guy from that podcast, I think he like almost died. Like he made this big old long extravagant post like the other day. Really? From which one? Hillbilly? Hillbilly Horror Stories. Yeah, he like had like a heart problem. Like I guess he flatlined a couple times. I didn't know any of this or whatever, right? So I don't follow those guys. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't motherfucker mean almost died trying to give you content every motherfucking week. So go over there, listen to him, support them, as well as Robots Wh- for Where Eyes. did he post that? Like Facebook or? Yeah, Facebook. Yeah. Huh. I follow. I, I gotta listen to them, dude. Didn't or, we have them on one time? No, you had the other uh, graveyard shift on. Grave- and they're not. Lo- they're not Podbelly anymore. No. Yeah, they declared. Wo- they declared a war on Podbelly. Which oh, we, did they? Which I single-handedly won. Oh damn! What, what did they do? They threatened to come down and beat her ass and oh. called us a bunch of liberal cucks or whatever. And I said, huh. just bring you it. You said, like, huh? I said, huh? And I said, just bring it like the rock. And then I said, you can't see me like John Cena. And then I gave him the double birds like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Did you do that thing where you do the <laughs> X? I said, suck it. Yeah. yeah. And they got scared. They went away. Crazy. Anyways, guys. Sounds Mary- like we won. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a victory. <laughs> Anyways, I'm tired. It's time to fucking have some holiday <laughs> cheer in this motherfucking house. Time to some more chata. Yeah, it's actually time to eat. I'm fucking hungry again. But with that said, guys, Merry Christmas, goodbye, and good night.